Right, so we begin with the Mishnah on top of 118, that is Kuf Yud Chet, and we, the Mishnah says, Gozel et Chavero, or She Hilva Hemenu, or If Kedlo Beyushov. Really, the important thing is, uh, any of these three things, a person uh, steals or robs something from someone else, or even if he just borrowed money from him, or even if someone he deposited money. So, either which way, he's got the money of someone else. As with him, and uh, the important part here, Beyushov, uh, he got it in a settled area, uh, in an inhabited area. You are not allowed to return this item, even if it's a stolen item, uh, or uh, indefinitely, uh, you know, a borrowed one uh, or a deposited one in the Midbar, in, in, in uh, literally the desert, but it means in an uninhabited area, okay, because it's much more dangerous uh, over there, and that, that is why. Uh, you, you can't do it. Amanat, let's say to Midbar, however, uh, if it was borrowed on condition that you could uh, return it in the Midbar to go out to the Midbar, to this uninhabited area, then you are entitled to give it back to him in that unsettled area. Uh, all right, so the Gemara picks up. Rumini, Milva, Mishtaleshet, Bechom Akom. Aveda, Pikabdon, Ein Mishtalmin, Ela, Bimokuman. So the Mishnah says, Sorry, the Brighter says, in contradiction to the Mishnah, a loan could be repaid in any location, uh, as opposed to a lost item in a deposit, uh, can only be returned in the location that they were given. Uh, you know, with even that, if uh, is unsettled, uh, you could return them in an unsettled area if they, if they were found there. Uh, and, uh, and that's it. So, all right. So, uh, but the question is, with regard to a loan, uh, here it says a loan could be paid back in any place. Uh, and uh, so Amar uh, Abai uh, Abai says no don't misunderstand it uh, they will be talking from different perspectives Haki uh, Kamar this is what uh, we are, are saying over there Milva Nitna Letavaya Bechomakom really we are talking from the perspective of the borrower uh, and the borrower says he uh, is entitled to claim uh, the loan back uh, in any place so if he wants to uh, he can claim it back in the desert. Now, uh, the, the, he says, and, and really the reason for that uh, is because one is expect one a settler, I mean a traveller, is expected to come and have uh, money with him when he travels. So he's uh, expected to go and uh, have uh, the ability to pay back, uh, but he can't volunteer uh, to pay back at that time. So if if the guy is, uh, you know, he can't uh, pay back a loan in the midbar if the uh, the lender does not want that, but if the lender demands it, uh, then you, you can. So really, the Mishnah is talking from the perspective of uh, the lender, uh, what the rights of the lender are, and the, and the brighter over here is talking the rights of the borrower. It's still, but Aveda, Upikadon, Loinitna, Litva, Ela Mukuman. Uh, but even a bar, even a, a lender, or let's in this case a depositor or someone who lost something, uh, can't uh, force the the person uh, who who found the item, who is entrusted with guarding the item, uh, to give it back to him in an unsettled area. In fact, it would be a somewhat reckless even of uh, a person to take it out to an unsettled area, uh, a person who's meant to be watching a lost item or a deposit to take it out uh, to an, to a place that's not safe. Uh, and that is really the difference uh, between those two cases. All right, uh, so the case of the Brata and the case of the Mishnah. Amanat, that's it from Midbar, but then the Mishnah continued. Uh, if it's on condition that the recipient could go out and return it to the owner over there, he's entitled to, to return it. 
uh, in an unsettled area. Surely that's obvious. You can make that type of condition. Uh, it's not violating any laws. Lord uh, no. Uh, what is the uh, what is the situation that we're talking about over there? Nafikna, sorry. Uh, It says, no, it's needed. Why? Because it's talking about where the person that deposited this item uh, says to the watchman, he says, listen, uh, take this, watch this for me, uh, because I am going out to the desert. Uh, I'm going to an unsettled area. I'm also going out uh, to the desert. Uh, and if I want to, I can go out and I'll return it to you over there. All right, so that is um, uh, that is that. So that, that, that covers it, and he's entitled uh, to do that. All right, next, Mishnah. Uh, Mishnah that says, uh, you, you stole from me, he says. Someone claims, uh, that, no, this person, sorry, I stole from you. He admits uh, that I, I robbed you. Okay, uh, or you lent me money, if, if uh, or uh, you deposit an item with me. Uh, and then, yeah, so he admits it, and then. Um, uh, and then he says, And I don't know if I ever uh, returned uh, the stolen item or uh, the, the, uh, gave you back uh, the deposit or whatever the case is. I'm not sure if I ever paid back the loan. Uh, it says, Imlo. Uh, I never, uh, and uh, if I never uh, returned it to you. Uh, in that situation, he has to go along and pay. So now, aval im amar lo ain yoda im gazalti im hilvitani im hivkadati etli. But if the guy says, "Listen, I'm not sure if I ever um, stole anything from you, or, or you or you lent me money, I don't even know if you deposited any, anything with me." Uh, then patum lishlam. Then he doesn't not have to pay anything back. Now the Gemara picks up itmar. Uh, it says, uh, talking about that, so a person goes over to someone else, he says, uh, uh, you know, you've, uh, you've got, uh, um, uh, you know, I've, I, you've got a hundred of mine, you know, in, in your hands. Okay, and, and this person responds, the person who's being asked about this is, and your day, he says, I don't know. Rav Huna, Rav Nachman Amri. There's a, a, a two pairs having a dispute over there. Uh, first pair, Rav Huna and Rav Nachman, say that you're liable uh, to pay back uh, the person who is claiming. Uh, Rav Nachman, Rav Yochanan Amar, Patur, you are exempt from paying back. Okay, so now how do we understand that? Uh, Rav Huna, Rav Yehuda Amar, the first uh, pair, uh, Rav Huna and Rav Yehuda say, no, you're liable, Chayv, uh, you are liable to pay uh, because of the fact, Bari Vashema, Bari Adif. Uh, in a standard case where someone is claiming something definitely happened and someone says he's unsure of what happened, he's uncertain, uh, therefore, uh, Bari Adif, uh, the certain claim, wins. Rav Nachman and Yochanan Amri, Rav Nachman and Rav Yochanan say, no, Pato, uh, you are exempt. Why? Uh, no, what do you do? Uh, the, the money stays where it is. Uh, in this situation, the guy's got the money. He has a chazaka that he has the money, and, and therefore, uh, don't make him, uh, don't extract money unless you have a definite proof. So now, the, 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 that is the, um, uh, the, the, the brata, uh, which seems to be unrelated to our Mishnah, but now we are going to come and uh, pay, uh, I mean, uh, um, 
not pay, uh, related to our mission to see if he has to pay or not. Okay, Tanan, Aval, Im, Amar, Lo, Im, Hilvitani. So in the mission it says, he, the guy returned and says back to him, I don't know if you lent me money. Uh, then it says, Pater, you are exempt uh, from uh, paying. All right, uh, so now, what is, what, what, why, why, why do you, you say that? You know, and, and that's it. So, um, uh, is exempt from, from paying. Uh, I don't know. So surely, Heikidami, what exactly is the situation over there? Uh, it must be uh, the guy must have claimed money from him in the first place. Nami, uh, because, you know, and, uh, and that's it. So in, the, in that situation, um, you know, so uh, we say if, if he didn't claim the money from him, uh, sorry, so, sorry, the so if he didn't claim the money from him in the first case, uh, so the guy wasn't claiming in the first case uh, that he is, uh, that anything was owed to him. Uh, so why is the guy chayev? Because the guy says, I robbed you, yeah, you lend me money, you deposited an item with, of money. Surely he's saying that in response uh, to some form of claim. And once he's saying that in the ratio, uh, if he, if, if he, yeah, we're saying, did he, is he saying that in response to some claim, or is he just volunteering that? So uh, what we're saying is ratio nami tavale And if he wasn't, it wasn't claimed from, uh, then there's no bari and shema over here. Uh, so it must be ella katavale. It must be that he demanded it from him. Avgatani sefer. And then the last part, he also patum in a And even in the last case, uh, so. So the Mishnah must be talking about a case where there was a demand from someone about it, and uh, and this guy, this, this guy's response, uh, I'm not sure. So and, and 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 even in the last case, he says, I don't know if I robbed you. So surely the guy's claiming definitely, and then, and then the guy's responding that I don't know uh, about it, and uh, we must be. Then it's Rav Nachman and Rav Yochanan's. We must be following, uh, because you say, Patsum Shalem, the Mishnah says he's exempt in the second case. Uh, and therefore, that supports what Rav Nachman and Rav Yochanan say. The Gemara says, law, not necessarily. Uh, it could be, Olam, the law, No, it could be that the guy uh, never claimed anything uh, from this person, and uh, he's just volunteering information uh, beforehand. So why would a guy uh, do that? And Reisha, the guy says, listen, uh, you know, I robbed you, uh, I lent you, you lent me money, you deposited an item, and I don't know uh, whether I returned it to you, uh, but I'm paying it back to you. So it's when it says chayev, uh, means that he wants to get out of his uh, uh, condition where he would fulfill his obligation to heaven. He says, I don't want anything uh, that is not mine uh, to be, be with me. And therefore, uh, as a result of that, uh, then... Uh, he has to, to give it back. But that's only an heavenly obligation. Okay, Itma Nami, uh, we also support this uh, understanding. Amar Ravkia, Ba'aba, Amar Rav Yochanan, Ravkia Ba'aba, and the name Rav Yochanan says, Ha'omer lechavayro, ma'lani biadecha, that uh, I've got something, uh, you've got a hundred of mine uh, in, with you, okay? And it says, Vahala Omer Anyoda, he says, I don't know, Chayv, uh, he has to pay back. Uh, but uh, let's say today Shaman. Uh, so it says, you know, he has to, to come along and pay back, and that's to fill his obligation to heaven, even though we can't force him to pay uh, 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 over here. Uh, and uh, and that, that goes uh, like Rav Huna and uh, Rav Yuda. Okay, and that's it. So, uh, you know, it's, uh, it, he's liable to pay back. It's, you know, it it's, it's uh, could be a barrier in a shema, but also it could be uh, that you're saying. 
that uh, wonderful obligation to heaven. Okay, uh, that is that. Uh, now we move on to the next Mishnah. Okay, the next Mishnah is slightly longer, uh, but uh, you know, it's still uh, not, uh, not incredibly long. Um, okay, I'm going to have Tele Mina Edu. Kizro, mate or Ganav. Right, if, you, if someone steals a lamb from a flock and then returned it uh, without telling the owner, uh, that he has done so, and then afterwards uh, the the lamb dies or was stolen uh, again. Uh, what happens is Chayv Bachiruto. If we found out who the robber was or the thief was, sorry, um, there's Geneva. Uh, it's a thief. It's not Gozel, right? He steals surreptitiously. Uh, still, this guy is liable. Chayv Bachiruto. Uh, he is liable uh, for any uh, damage uh, that comes to his hand. So even though. Uh, even though he's returned it, uh, we're going we're gonna to expand on this. We're going to give four different interpretations uh, of this of this Mishnah. Anyway, uh, so he has to allow to pay back. Lo do Baalim, and if the owner uh, of the lamb didn't know law begin um, at all, he didn't realize that the lamb had been stolen from him. He didn't know about the theft, and he didn't know about the returning of it. Mana et son shleima he pater. Uh, and he counts his flock, and uh, he, it is um, it's, it's full. In other words, there's nothing missing. Uh, the thief uh, would be exempt uh, from paying. We would assume uh, that uh, another uh, sheep has, has wandered in over there. All right. So the Gemara uh, comes along and gives four different ways of understanding uh, what the case of the mission is. Amarav. First one is Rav. Ladat uh, dat. Okay, so if the owner knows uh, that the lamb was stolen, uh, the thief has to tell him uh, that I'm returning uh, the lamb. So you know he, he knows. The owner knows. Uh, he needs uh, to know that it has been returned. Shlola uh, dat. If the owner was unaware uh, that uh, that, that um, he had no knowledge that the lamb was taken, minyan uh, pater. The count of the, uh, the, the, the the flock is good enough. Uh, exempt from any further liability okay so he doesn't have to inform him uh, of the fact so he wasn't aware in the first place uh, uh, we, we say uh, the fact that he counted he found it to be whole uh, is enough Vikikatani, and when it teaches Manu etatson when he counts uh, the flock and it's found to be whole Asefa uh, that is talking about the last case in other words whether the owner was, was unaware uh, that the lamb was stolen he counts it and all is good uh, and uh, I suppose we could say what he doesn't know uh, doesn't hurt him uh, essentially and therefore there's no uh, you don't have to uh, confess uh, in this situation that you you know once you just returned it uh, you are exempt from any further liability that is Rav's understanding of the Mishnah so, so right. what's happening steals the, the, the sheep yeah he returns it returns it yes yes yeah so the question is if it then gets stolen if it dies or sto- gets stolen uh, the question is, did the guy, the thief, uh, accept responsibility? Because he's taken it unlawfully. So he should be liable. Once, once you know, might be, there might be people seeing him, etc. Okay, that is, that's that. That's Rav's understanding of it. And he says, uh, he understands the Mishnah that way. And Shmuel says, no. Uh, whether the owner knew uh, that the, it was stolen or didn't know it was stolen, uh, the fact that he counted it and he found it to be whole uh, exempts 
uh, the thief from any further payment uh, if, it, if anything damaging would happen to it. And when it says he counted it and it was full, uh, and he says whichever way it works, the thief is exempt, uh, that applies uh, to everything. The whole Mishnah, uh, and that the thief is exempt. Uh, from liability, both in, in all cases of the Mishnah. Okay, third understanding uh, of the uh, uh, of the uh, the Mishnah, Rabbi Yochanan Amar Ladat. If the owner knew uh, that uh, it was the uh, the sheep was stolen, Minyan uh, Poter. Uh, it says uh, the count of it exempts uh, the thief because uh, you know the the owner realizes that the, the, it must have been returned. Shlola uh, does in this situation uh, where he didn't know. Afiluminian nami lord sarich that if he had no knowledge of the theft, even counting uh, is not needed for the thief to be exempt because he's already returned it. Okay, nami lord sarich. Okay, v'kikitani manu etaton v'ishlema. Uh, and when it says he counted the sheep and he found it whole, uh, meaning that uh, was specifically talk, talking about the first part of the Mishnah, because that's, uh, it's, uh, it was found out, you know, the fact that he counted it and he found out uh, that that was all uh, complete, he wasn't missing anything, uh, puts his mind at rest. And therefore, that is what it's talking about over there. Last uh, explanation, and this is Rav Chista. Uh, Rav Chista, Amar, listen, Ladat uh, Minyan Poter. Uh, it says where, you know, in a case where the owner knew uh, that it was stolen, uh, the, the count is good enough. Shalol uh, Ladat. Now, this is the interesting one, uh, and it's somewhat surprising. Shalol Ladat. Uh, if he had no knowledge uh, of the theft, Tzarech Dat. Okay, so the, the thief has to come and confess uh, that he stole uh, the thief. Okay, and uh, I mean, sorry, not stole the thief, stole the sheep. Uh, that's it. So he has to come and uh, and confess uh, ultimately. So it's quite interesting uh, that he has to do that if the owner was unaware. So as you could say he's like uh, blissfully unaware of what happened, and the thief says, you know, oh by the way, I stole this from you. So now that's. Uh, um, Takes takes guts uh, to do that. I stole it and returned it. I just want to let you know that I stole it and returned it. So it seems, uh, you know, that, that is, is somewhat surprising. One one would think, because logically you would say, okay, you know, you did a bad thing, but you returned it before the owner even knew anything about it, and therefore uh, it's no good. Kiyotani umanu etatzon, and when he says he counted uh, the, the sheep, ahi shleima arasha, that is is talking about. He, he counted and he found that it's whole. He's talking about the first part of the Mishnah where the owner was aware of the theft, and that counting uh, has got enough room. But even in the second case, uh, interestingly enough, uh, the counting the sheep is not good enough. Yes to uh, confess to what he did. Okay, and but now... But you're not talking about any benefit for the thief. Yes. In other words, if the, if the sheep was stolen and the uh, thief... Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Took some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, so, yeah. But that's the that that would be. He would be. He would be because he's got benefits. He's got benefits. Yeah, we're saying he. There's no. I'm saying, but in this situation, he's he's returned it, and it it's it's returned to the situation ab initio. And that's it. You return it to the original state, and you should say, listen, well, okay, everyone can go on their way here. Uh, nothing to see here. But actually, what happens is is that, uh, according to Rav Chista, he has to uh, um, uh, go like that. And actually, that's uh, that's it. All right. So now, um, uh, and that's uh, and uh, um, 
and that's it. So now uh, the owner was unaware of the of the theft and the return. Uh, the thief actually remains liable until he returns the owner. And the halakha goes like Rav Kista, uh, says the Rambam, and the Shulchan Aruch uh, does that. So now, interesting, goes like this opinion. So Amar Rava, uh, Rava comments about that. And my time, uh, Rav Kista, seeing as how the halakha goes like him, uh, you know, what is the reason of Rav Kista who says that, uh, you know, <laughs> until the owner, uh, I mean, the, the thief tells the owner that he stole it, he's, he's responsible if this uh, sheep uh, would get lost. He's on the hook. Uh, for, for the sheep getting lost or, or re-stolen. My time, Rav Kista, what is his reason? Well, Vakanai Nigrei Barata, because the thief, because the thief, I mean, the, the sheep um, now has started uh, to, uh, uh, to take steps outside, okay, literally. Uh, it means to run away uh, or to be, leave the owner's uh, property. Uh, it's now going to require uh, greater supervision. Uh, and that's it. So in order to uh, make sure that the owner guards it properly, uh, then uh, he, uh, he has to, that's why he has to inform him about that. And the Gemara says, uh, The fact is that uh, does Rav, uh, Rava uh, really hold uh, like Rav Kesuk? Because he's coming along and explaining it. Does that mean that he holds like it? Uh, we have Rava saying something different. man person uh, sees the owner of uh, a flock uh, see that that's from a distance he sees someone uh, lifting an animal uh, from his uh, uh, flock you know lifting it up to steal it and then he verama bay kala vashadai and he starts screaming and shouting uh, that you can't do that don't be a thief etc vashadai and the thief uh, you know threw it down im hadra hadra he saw the thief drop it and he don't know if he and he's busy running after him. He didn't look at the sheep. He's like chasing after the thief, uh, who presumably uh, gets away over there, or the or the attempted thief, because he never actually did anything about it. He never actually stole. Uh, but and we're not sure if the thief actually, uh, uh, if the lamb actually returns uh, to the flock, uh, mate or nignav chayav uh, Then if the lamb uh, died or was stolen, uh, the thief has to pay for it. Uh, and it says, my, um, uh, my love, I forgive uh, the money. Uh, surely this is, uh, even if he did uh, count it, and, uh, and therefore that seems to be a challenge uh, to Rav Kista. It goes against what Rav Kista. Rav Kista says, it's only if the owner was, a, if the owner was aware and then he counted, uh, then the thief is off the hook. Here, uh, we're saying the thief is liable. So surely it means the owner has counted it. No, uh, the Gemara answers law. Uh, it's law money. No, not necessarily. Uh, in this situation, it could be uh, that Rava applies uh, where the owner didn't count the flock. So now, again, we challenge what Rav says. Uh, did Rav really say such a thing? But Amar Rav, surely Rav says, What happens if he returns uh, the flock, uh, the, the sheep to the flock? Uh, that's in, in a midbar, okay, in a an unsettled area, uh, Yatsa, he has fulfilled his obligation. So, uh, you know, so even though uh, he's exempt from any further liability, even though he didn't inform the owner, um, Rav Khanan uh, Ba'aba, so Rav Khanan Ba'aba says, no more, Rav uh, Birkuata, okay, Birkuata, uh, it, it's a spotted lamb, 
Okay, it's it's something that's noticeable, uh, and and therefore he realizes uh, what happened. It's 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 a very uh, distinctive look uh, that the sheep has got. So the owner recognizes, uh, ah, that was a sheep uh, that was missing, and he immediately knew uh, that it had been returned. Okay, so Lamech and I, maybe you'd say this machloket um, amaraim is similar to or, or parallels machloket tanaim. Uh, what is that? Hagunav tela mina eder. If you steal a sheep from a flock, vasala mina kis or a seller from a kis. Okay, uh, a, a, an amount of money from a purse. Namakom shagunav yaksir. What you have to do is uh, take it back uh, to the place from which you stole it. Divrei Rabbi Shmuel. That is what Rabbi Shmuel says. Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva says tzrich dat balim. Uh, no, the thief has to give it back uh, with the, 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 the owner's knowledge. Okay, so tell the owner uh, what happened over there. Uh, maybe, you know, the way we understand this, everyone must hold of Rabbi Yitzchak's opinion. Rabbi Yitzchak says, Adam asui person is always touching his pockets, uh, he's touching his wallet, making sure that he hasn't lost his money, uh, etc. So he walks around uh, and therefore he'll immediately be aware uh, of, uh, uh, of it. So it's shortly after uh, the guy stole the seller from his purse, he realizes, oh, I'm down a seller. Someone must have taken it. Okay. Uh, my love, Basela Ladat, Uplukta, the Rabbi Shmuel, and surely this machloket um, between Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Kiva is very similar. Uplukta, the Rav Shmuel, to exactly what Rav and Shmuel were saying, uh, that you know, Rav rules like Rabbi Akiva, uh, that the owner. Uh, needs uh, to be aware of it, and then Shmuel says no, uh, like Rabbi Shmuel, uh, that um, uh, that uh, you don't, as long as you return it back, uh, then you've fulfilled your obligation. Uh, isn't that uh, should we should parallel this machloket to this earlier machloket of Tanaim? And the Gemara invariably, uh, when it says Lamech uh, generally says law. Uh, not, not necessarily, because otherwise, why would the Tanaim have to argue about something which would, uh, I mean, why would the Amoraim, who come later, have to argue about something that the Tanaim already argued about? So, law, Batla Shalolodat, must be uh, to lamb that was stolen without uh, the knowledge of the owners, and it says, Uplugda, the Ravkista, Rabbi Yochanan. And they're arguing about, it's, uh, it's, it's talking about Rav Kista and Rav Yochanan. Rav Kista uh, rules like the opinion of Rabbi Akiva, it must be returned uh, with the owner's knowledge. And Rabbi Yochanan uh, rules like Rabbi Shmuel, uh, who says uh, that, um, uh, that the owners don't have to be come aware of uh, the lamb's return. Okay, so Amar Azid, Mishmei de Rava, Rav Zvid says in the name of Rava, uh, it, it, it says uh, uh, so if, uh, if, if with regard to someone who steals uh, an item but it's a shomer it's a guy that was meant to be guarding it and he steals it from the owner's domain uh, it says Kula Alma everyone uh, everyone agrees that Allah goes like Rav Kista, uh, that uh, he has to confess uh, the owner has to be aware of the animal's return in order to be, for the thief to be exempt uh, from any future liability and what are they arguing about here uh, whether uh, this guardian who steals uh, something uh, that, that within his own domain Okay, uh, so can you return it uh, to that same place? 
that is the argument over there. Rabbi Kiva Savar, Rabbi Kiva says, Kalta, lo, shmirato. No, when you steal it, uh, uh, you become, you know, no, no one wants a guardian that's going to steal it. You know, that's, that's the thing. So once he does that, uh, he has changed over from becoming a guardian and now he just becomes a thief. Okay, uh, you know, your, your, uh, your, your period of guardianship is, uh, is, is over now. Kalta, lo, shmirato, you know, it, um, it's finished. And Rabbi Shmuel Sava, no, lo kata, lo shmirato. No, uh, although you, you made attempts to steal it, uh, your, your guarding was not terminated uh, and you can return it uh, even to your own domain. The Gomorrah says, Lema, Minyan, Foto, Tanai. Maybe what we'd say is the argument uh, whether uh, the guy counting his flock uh, would exempt uh, a thief is a machloket. Okay, Tanya, as we learned in Ebrata, Gozel et Chavero, if someone steals, uh, um, robs someone else uh, and then you feel bad uh, that you've uh, robbed this guy uh, then what in that situation uh, you included the money uh, you owed him uh, in, uh, in a later purchase you, you, you stole from him and then you bought something from him and you, you gave him more money uh, than you were supposed to okay Tanakhada uh, one opinion says Yatsa uh, that is a good way of returning uh, something. So let's say you steal 10 from a guy and then you, you buy something from him and you slip in uh, the extra 10 uh, uh, you know, as, uh, as an overpayment, but you've essentially repaid him. You're too embarrassed uh, to go along and tell him explicitly that you, st- you stole something from him in the first place. Okay, uh, Yatsa, you have fulfilled your obligations, says the first one. Another opinion says, no, you have not fulfilled your obligation. Now, Savura de Kula Alma, it led so the initial understanding of this is we must assume that everyone holds of Rav Yitzchak says the Amar Adam Asui the Mashmash Bekiso Bechol Sha'a Bashaa a person who's always feeling his wallet uh, so he realizes uh, that 10 was originally stolen from him and now 10 has been returned to him okay and, uh, and therefore uh, my love and therefore, uh, what are they arguing about in this situation? Demand Amar, Yatsa, the one that says he has guys fulfilled his obligation, Savar, Minyan, Potter. The fact that you counted and you found that it was whole uh, is enough. Uh, to get the thief off the hook. The other opinion that says no, uh, despite the fact uh, that the money has been paid back, you have not uh, fulfilled your obligation. Counting does not exempt you from liability. You have to uh, go and uh, confess uh, to it as well. Uh, so it says, Amri is Krabisak. If we hold La Krabisak, then Kula Amalo Pligi, Dominion Potter. No, it, we, we could say that it, uh, we, if we hold like Rabbi Yitzhak, everyone would agree uh, that the counting uh, is enough uh, from uh, requiring any further liability. Ella, uh, Rabbi Yitzhak, they are arguing about Rav Kista. Uh, uh, I mean, they are arguing about the statement of Rabbi Yitzhak. Okay, Kamifli, they're arguing. Mar Itlay, Rabbi Yitzhak, one says, a person does feel his purse at all times. Mar Laitlay, Rabbi Yitzhak, and the other one says, no, a person doesn't uh, accept uh, the statement of Rabbi Yitzhak, i.e., the person not going to know uh, that it was returned in the first place. All right, Ibai Taiman. Or you could say, uh, everyone does agree uh, with Rav Yitzchak, says, Velo Kasha, still, uh, there's no issue over there. Um, hi, uh, Bamani, um, 
the money rama lay No, the question is uh, is where the guy um, you know counted the money and put it in the purse, and he's going to count it as well. Uh, that's the one thing. Vahai the money rama lida, and the other one says he doesn't fill the obligation. We count the money and put it into the owner's hand. Okay, and uh, the owner could put the money uh, into a container with other coins in it. He never realised uh, that he'd been paid back uh, for the theft. Okay, so uh, that that is uh, that's that. Okay, uh, and Ibatema, another answer. Idi idi, demane rama bikisai. No, even where the robber counted the money and put it in the owner's purse, avai itlay zuze achrine bikisai. And no, the owner's got other money in his purse, and therefore he didn't know how much uh, that it is. So when he counts the money, he re- wouldn't realize that uh, he got extra back over there. He just doesn't realize what happened. Hi, delayed lay, zuze achrine bikisai. Whereas uh, the brighter that says he is. Um, uh, the other brighter, which talks about he does have doesn't have other money in his purse, so he realizes immediately when he counts the money, he realizes that he's been overpaid, and that compensates him uh, for the theft. Okay, uh, that is that. All right, next uh, Mishnah and Gomorrah piece uh, uh, talks about uh, stolen items uh, and, uh, and and benefiting from stolen items. And look in Minar Oim Temer Vachalav Gedim Law Mishmari Peirot Eitzim Peirot. You're not allowed to purchase uh, wool, milk, and and uh, and, and uh, uh, lambs uh, from these shepherds who look after the flocks of others because why are you worried uh, that they stole them they've misappropriated them and you are buying uh, stolen goods you're aiding and abetting in the purchase of stolen goods and similarly uh, wood and uh, fruit uh, from people who watch it because you're worried uh, that they aren't uh, you know that they have um, come and uh, taken uh, these items uh, and uh, and therefore uh, stolen them and you you are uh, you know helping them uh, get rid of the stolen items okay and that's uh, you aiding and abetting them aval lokin mina nashim klitsemer but you are allowed to buy uh, wooden woolen uh, clothing clothing uh, from women but semer uh, you know woolen items in Yehuda uh, it says ukli pishtan begalil and uh, and uh, and and linen items in the Galil, vagalim uh, and and calves in the Sharon. Why? Because generally in these places, these uh, women uh, work uh, with these uh, items, and and we're saying that they 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 are selling them with the consent of uh, the owner. Okay, so you can assume that in uh, in in all of those cases. Okay, v'klam shamru lahamtin. However, if any of these people. Uh, you know, even these items in a place where you say, listen, hide it, okay, or, or, or you know, hide away, or come here, round the corner, etc., uh, then asur, then obviously you have to assume uh, that uh, the item is, uh, is, uh, um, has been stolen, and therefore uh, th- there's, there's good reason to suspect uh, such a thing. And the Mishnah finishes off, it says you are allowed to buy eggs and chickens from everywhere uh, because they are quite cheap and we are not worried uh, that people would have stolen uh, those things. Right, uh, the Gemara picks up Tanu Rabbanan with a bright Ein Lochin, Minaroim, Velo Izim, Velo Gedim, Velo Gizim, Velo Tlushim Shel Right, just an ex- more expanded list than our Mishnah. Uh, shepherds, you're not allowed to buy uh, goats nor young sheep, it said no, not fleece, uh, nor a piece of wool that has been turned off, uh, t- uh, torn off uh, the sheep, Tlushim Minatemer, 
uh, you know, uh, extra small little bits of wool. Aval, lochin mehem, trufin vipinei, shahin shalahim. But you are allowed to buy a whole uh, garment from them, uh, even though uh, you, in theory, you could be worried that they, they, took, the, uh, they, they took this garment and, and sewed it uh, uh, from the, the, the fleece of the sheep. And even in that situation, uh, it says uh, you are allowed to uh, entitle you, that you are entitled to buy it because they have have stolen it, but it's become theirs uh, uh, as a result of the theft and the change uh, in the things. So as we've seen, uh, gezel and then shinui uh, of, of a sort, a change of a sort, uh, is enough to, for the the thief to acquire it himself. So you are buying it from him. He's got his own cheshbon to the original owner, but that's his problem, not your problem. Okay, lochin mehen chalav guna b'midbar v'lo b'yushuv, and also milk and cheese from them in a in an uninhabited area, uh, but not in an inhabited area. Why? Uh, because of the fact that. Um, it's very difficult to transport milk and cheese uh, from uh, an unsettled area to an, un- you know, an uninhabited, uh, faraway place uh, to the owner of the flock. It is assumed uh, that uh, the owner has given this person permission uh, to go and, uh, and make use of these items uh, as part of his uh, um, uh, looking after the goods. Okay. However, uh, if it's in a, in a, in a right next to the city, uh, the owner would not have done such a thing. Okay. And, uh, and and that's what you uh, do. All right. Um, okay. So that is that. All right. The Gomorrah uh, picks up Tanarabanan. Um, oh, sorry. We did. We did that. Sorry. And, and we did that piece. Okay. But okay. Mehen. I buy for Kamesh ton, and you're allowed to buy uh, four or five uh, sheep. I buy for Kamesh. Chamesh gives him, and you're allowed to buy a large amount of sheep, four or five sheep, or four or five fleeces over there, because that is a very noticeable amount, and no one's going to miss out on that. So it must be with the consent of the owner, because otherwise this guy is going to claim it. Aval, but not two sheep and not two fleeces, okay, because the guy. A shepherd uh, would try and, and say, listen, uh, such and such a, an issue happened, uh, etc., and therefore uh, it is, uh, it's, it's no good. Um, uh, you know, something happened, and therefore I'm not responsible uh, for it, and meanwhile he's gone and stolen it. Right, the writer continues and says, Rabbi Yudoma, Rabbi Yudo says, buy tot, lock in men. No, you're allowed to buy uh, animals that kind of hang around the house, domesticated type animals, you're allowed to buy it uh, because uh, it says uh, the owner would notice uh, if they are, uh, w- weren't uh, back. Mid bariot ain't looking men, but if they are animals that kind of hang around outside the whole time, they are fairly uh, undomesticated. They are like uh, roaming animals. Uh, you, the, 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 you're not allowed to buy it from them because the owner wouldn't notice uh, if the animal's not home because it generally isn't home ever. And however, uh, uh, you know, it, uh, and that's why mid bariot you can't non-domesticate animals because uh, it's likely that you've stolen it. Klalo uh, Shalava, we come and have. have Sum up, uh, says the Brata. Call Shore Mocher Valabite Margishbo. Anything that uh, a shepherd would sell and the owner would feel it, okay, uh, would realize that it is missing. Look in men, then you can uh, buy it from him. And Margishbo, if the owner would not uh, feel the absence and look in. Um, um, then you aren't allowed to buy it from them. Right, so that is the Brata. 
uh, we uh, now examine the bride. Amamar, uh, master says, lock in, son. So it says you can buy four or five sheep now. Aba, Kamesh, Gizin, or four or five. Uh, fleeces. Okay, Hashle Yesh Lamar Aba is Vininen Kamishami Ba. If you can buy four, well then obviously you can buy five. Uh, you know, the, the, you know. So if you can buy four, obviously uh, five is a larger number. Uh, and, uh, and if you can buy four, well, then obviously you should be able to buy five. Uh, why does it say five? Amar of Kista Aba Bitoch Kamisha. No, four out of five. Okay, so if it's a five um, uh, flock uh, sheep. Uh, then you can buy four out of five, so it's a massive amount uh, over there, uh, and that's it. That's it's eighty percent, uh, and and the owner, uh, the owner must be aware of such a thing, because if you sell eighty percent, the guy's definitely going to notice. Vikid Amra, another version uh, of this, another answer. Amra of Kista, Arba Me'ede Katan Chamisha Me'ede Gadol, four from a, a small uh, flock and five from a larger flock. Uh, so even you know, if you've got a big flock, uh, you would notice five missing from there. All right, Tai Gufa Kasha. But now the Gemara says uh, this is uh, inherently problematic uh, because it says, Amata, on the first part, you said, Abav Chamesh Ton, you said four or five sheep, Abav Chamesh Gizin, and four or five fleeces, Abav Chamesh in, Abav Shalosh Lo. But what about the case of three? Okay, three seemingly uh, is, is enough. Uh, to get it, uh, the owner might not notice it, and, and therefore uh, you can't sell three. So it specifically says four or five, uh, meaning a large, a larger number. But three, no good. Masefa, but then you, uh, what about the inference from the second part of the brata? Aval lo l'shteitz on, it says, but you're not allowed to sell just two sheep. Uh, the implication of that is that three sheep would be fine. Uh, to 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 buy. Okay, so Lord Kasha says the Gemara. Uh, hi, uh, but the Brata. Hi, Brata. Hi, Kishata. Okay, when Bariata. Sorry, not Brata. Bariata. They are healthy when the sheep are healthy, and the owner would notice about them. So that is, uh, it would you know would uh, would he would notice if three healthy sheep are missing, uh, as opposed to he's talking where the sheep are kind of bechishta, uh, are weak, and uh, he wouldn't notice if three weak sheep uh, were missing. He's not going to do that. Okay, so that's the two parts of what we're talking about there. I don't know, maybe. You know, I'm saying if you've got weak sheep, he doesn't really like look after them. He kind of keeps him to the side and, and therefore he just he doesn't really that's why I notice. Okay. Okay. All right. Rabbi Yudah Mary Rabbi Yudah says by torch looking mehin mid bariot ain't looking mehin if they are domesticated you could buy uh, animals from them because the owner would notice uh, and if they are more wilder uh, and uh, non domesticated you're not allowed to buy from them. Iba um a question was raised. Rabbi Huda, Arashakai, Lechumra, or Dilma, Asafakai, Lukula. Was Rabbi Huda referring to the first part and his statement is, is a stringency? Uh, or maybe he's talking about the last part and uh, it's, it's a leniency. Okay? Uh, it says, Arashakai, Lechumra, Dama. So is he talking about the first clause and is a stringency? And he's saying, Dama, Lechin, Mehem, Abava, Chemishatson, Hanimili, Baitot. And he says, four or five sheep, as long as as they are uh, um, uh, domesticated, if they are wild sheep, 
uh, that stay out in the in the field the whole time. Afilu uh, law even four or five uh, won't be noticed, and therefore it's he's uh, being stringent. Uduma a safer kind of or maybe he's going according to the last part, which is a kula. Uh, he's saying, listen, dama law stay son and not uh, two uh, sheep or two fleeces, that's only if they are out in the midbar. Aval by tort, but even if it's just two sheep, if they are domesticated, nami looking domesticated one, you could even purchase two. Yomara says, Tashma, the Tanya, Rabbi Hudomar, let's learn an answer as we learned in Rata. Rabbi Huda says, Lokin, by tort, mehem, vain lokin, bahem, midbariot. It says, you are allowed to purchase domesticated animals, but not desert animals. It says, Vachomakom, lokin, mehem, abav, commission, all all places you can buy four or five sheep from them. Mida Amar, the Homer it says in any place, Shmamina, we learn from there, a safer Kai Lukula Shmamina. It says that it's talking about the last part, and the statement is a leniency, and we do learn from there. And with that, uh, we finish the second uh, last daf uh, of Bava Kama, and we move on, Bezrat Hashem, tomorrow uh, to the last daf, which is uh, a full length daf. Uh, about it, you know, just one more Mishnah, uh, but uh, you know, it's, it's not a, a short little uh, daf. Uh, we go right to the end, uh, but we'll leave that for tomorrow. Bezrat Hashem, everyone should have a great day. Uh